Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An Erio's original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where we do a deep dive into some of our favorite mysteries. Each week we will introduce our topic, lay out our research and findings, reveal some conspiracy theories, conclude with our own hypothesis, and maybe even solve a case. Ooh, Hell yeah. Back yeah. by it's popular back, demand. <laughs> <laughs> I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa Stetton. And I, producer Maria. We should have said this on the last episode, May 16th. Uh, this episode's coming out Tuesday, so this will be a belated... So two days ago. Yeah, happy happy belated birthday, Maria. How was Maria. your birthday? How, How was, was your birthday, birthday? Maria? It was so great. Thank you, guys. It was Good. so fun. I It was I was something very unexpected happened. <laughs> Ooh. Melissa, who are our patrons for today? We've got Rachel, Kat, and Julia. That might be a Kate. Oh my God. K A I T. I think that's a K. Wow. I'm blind. Maybe short that's for a Kate. That's a K. You know why? Because that's short for Kaylin. Yeah. Yep. I think K-A-I. it's short for Kaylin. Well, I'm just going to go. I'm done. I'm just going yeah, <laughs> to leave. And just so you guys know, I bought an EMF reader. And oh on goodness. the Patreon, I am going to start doing some ghost searching videos. And so far, no, no ghosts in my home. Well, um, there was something weird that happened with tarot yes. cards. So I went over my tarot cards and it went out. It went on above my tarot cards, a small blip. It went from green to the lighter green. It went yellow for a second and then back to green. I, of course, direct messaged John Tenney immediately and said, what's going on here? And he said, do you have any metallic or gold foil tarot cards? Because that could set it off. 
And I looked and I do not. That sounds nice though. A, a gold foil tarot card I know. sounds Can really you imagine? expensive. Um, I know. I don't bathe in expensive. luxury like that. So <laughs> I've tried during the day. I'm going to, I'm going to look around at night. Um, and then maybe go to some other places too. Who knows? Maybe I'll go to your house. Ah. And uh, Hollywood, (laughs) (laughs) your worst nightmare. And Hollywood crime scene might want to do a crossover where we see whose uh, vagina is most haunted. So stay tuned. Pussy is is the correct term that Rachel used. So our episode today, as usual, a little bit bizarre uh, because it's one of my episodes. As usual. As usual. So recently, I'm sure you've seen this online on Twitter somewhere. Kat Dennings, the uh, actress from Two Broke Girls and Marvel movies, among other things, announced her engagement to the singer, question mark, Andrew W.K. Screamer. Yeah, the screamer, Andrew W.K. And I realize he's very famous. I've obviously heard his name before, but I have never had any idea who he is. Like, I'm like, I don't know. You've never heard his music. No, I don't know who he is. I don't know what he does. I'm very confused. All I know is that he says party all the time. Like, I'm kind of afraid of him. When it's time to party, we will party hard. Yes. Yeah. I just like, I don't get it. I was obsessed with him. Really? When I was in high school. Or when you were like a raver? yeah, well, like back in like two, early 2000s. I remember him at the MTV Video Music Awards. Yeah. What did, did he do something weird or crazy? Did he party? Didn't he have like blood on his shirt or something? So that was a thing. Yeah. That's like part of it. We'll talk about that too. So then I also found out my friend um, Hillary messaged me that there's all these conspiracy theories that he actually doesn't exist and is multiple <laughs> different people. So, uh, and we'll get into that. So there's, according to Reddit, uh, Andrew WK is a quote unquote fabricated piece of performance art concocted by a secret organization. And he's actually performed by multiple people. Look, I'll say this. When I saw a picture of him recently, when he was engaged, I was like, that's, I don't remember him. I was like, he's kind of hot. So then I started looking at pictures of him through time and I'm like, he looks so different in all of these <laughs> I was photos. like, this is weird. This is yeah. weird. He looks incredibly different and he also looks the same age. Like he has not aged at all. Like he looks like the Andrew WK he was in the 90s. Yeah, and he, he does. Should, yeah, and he's was born in 79. So I'm like, why is this man not aged? So anyways, let's get into it. Who is Andrew WK? What is Andrew WK? Is he one person or is he many? Um, does he make his own music? Is it someone else? Uh, let's get into it. Okay, so Andrew WK is, his real name is Andrew Federley Wilkes Cryer. So obviously he uh, abbreviated that to Andrew WK. He was born May 9th, 1979. He's a Taurus king. Um, Taurus is the bull. That's willful individuals with a lot of stamina and confidence that all checks out. That's me. I'm a Taurus. Wow. You are kind of the Andrew WK of this podcast. Maria's known for her stamina. Her her stamina. (laughs) On the basketball court, especially. And her confidence. (laughs) No. Are you kidding? (laughs) Are you guys see me try and run down a court? You both have joker energy. It's true. I bet you guys are the the same Myers-Briggs type. A Joker Taurus is a scary is a scary it's thing an, to be. It's a straight anarchist. Um, <laughs> he was raised in Michigan, just like Melissa. Ooh. Oh, that's probably why I heard of him so early in his yeah. career. 
Um, he started his career in the 90s. Uh, he's done television, radio work, motivational speaking, which really threw me for a loop. We'll listen oh. to some of it today. And oh. writing. So his dad was a college professor who was super into church, very religious. He'd go to like midnight mass all the time. And so Andrew W.K. grew up going to Midnight Mass. And that was kind of like his first exposure to music as a kid, going to church in like the middle of the night and hearing like it was like pitch black. And then he'd hear all these like loud organs and people kind of like singing these like scary hymns. And he was like, wow, music is really cool and transformative. He says that he was taught piano and how to read music before he even knew how to read or write English. Um, so he says like music is his first language, which is like, okay. He went to school for quote unquote bad kids in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Oh, because apparently during his adolescence, he got a real rush out of stealing. So he had like a bout with like kleptomania, vandalism, shoplifting. He said he had a lot of, um, anger and hatred towards just like society and everything in general. He got sent to several different child psychologists growing up. He was never diagnosed with anything until the last one said he had a, he was diagnosed with a quote unquote devilish side. Whoa. (laughs) Which he's like developed into his persona. So like, I don't even know what that means. A devilish side. So his parents are like, okay, I guess like our kid has like the devil in him. Basically, he needed an outlet. He's this kid who like has a bad streak, loves shoplifting, is like super angry and but also loves music. Sounds like me as a kid, honestly. Like, honestly, (laughs) (laughs) like I by the end of this, I was like, I date him and he's also Maria and Melissa. Um, (laughs) He had this friend named James who took him to a record store and the record store clerk, this guy, Jim Magus, um, started introducing him to records and all this different kind of music from like Bach to like heavy metal to, you know, classic, you know, whatever it was and really started giving him like a musical education. And that's when um, Andrew really started like getting focused and being really inspired and um, was like, OK, I think I want to be a musician. This is what I want to do. And he heard this song called Oh Superman by Lori Anderson. And that's the song apparently that inspired him to get into music. I'll uh, I'll play it. Little Imogen Heap. I know. Going on. Imogen Heap. I like this. Yeah. So we don't have to play the whole thing, but he was basically like... What if it's like 20 minutes long? I honestly feel like it's it is. It's eight but minutes long. That's basically... Yeah, it's the whole song. is like that. Yeah. So he was like, it's just like a myriad of instruments. It's something he'd like never really heard before. And he felt like it was like a diary entry of someone kind of like singing to herself and like didn't care what it ended up sounding like. And he was like, I want to make music like that. Funny because his music sounds nothing like this. <laughs> right? He's like, my biggest influences are Bach and Laurie Anderson. And he's like, it sounds nothing oh, like okay. this. Obviously. However, he interpreted that. Exactly. Fun. 
Um, which is funny because I've learned through this that like he has like a really good music education. He just kind of throws it all out the window. Like I think that's part Weird. of like that's what they say to do. That's what they like in acting. They yes. do your do your homework and throw it out. Go throw to mime out. school and then never use it again. Because <laughs> you're a barista now. Um, okay, so at age 18, he moves to New York, not knowing anyone. He just has this dream of becoming like some sort of star. Um, his parents, though, are super supportive. He has like all these weird jobs. Apparently, he was a bubblegum machine salesman, an opera ticket salesman, a fashion photographer. I also found a bunch of modeling photos of him. So I think he was a model, Um, a window decorator at Bergdorf, Bergdorf Goodman's, um, a milkshake maker, yum, and a waiter (laughs) for a a restaurant. And then also he worked at Comme des Garçons Um, and also like a whole bunch of other different jobs. What's Comme des Garçons? It's like a, a luxury store. It's like a fashion. Have you ever seen those like sweatshirts people wear and it has like the little heart with eyes on it? Oh, yes. Is that what that is? I always Marcus Lemonis. over there. Marcus Lemonis. Yeah, that's where Marcus Lemonis. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Fun. So anyways, then he's living with a complete stranger. He has this like mutual acquaintance. He got set up like Craigslist style kind of to like live with this guy. He's living on his couch in the living room. They become friends. He's like painting. Um, that's like his first like outlet there. Cause he doesn't know anyone music wise. And then he just starts putting his energy towards music and he is saying yes to any gig he can get. And apparently his first major gigs were at Starbucks. So I guess oh, at the wow. Starbucks in New York, they hired a keyboard player to, I guess like in the afternoon or something like play keyboard at the Starbucks and Andrew WK would go there and like pl- play keyboard in the afternoon. Wow. Are there any of those recordings? I'd love to hear. I'd love to hear that. I don't know. I couldn't find any. I only found his real huh. songs, which I literally had never heard, uh, which is crazy. So then he moved. He his first like real EP was to, in 2000 called Girls Own Juice. And then his first album was called I Get Wet. Oh, yeah. I love that album. Yeah, I have, I have I some have songs album. in here. You can play one of these songs if you want for anyone else who is not well versed in Andrew. WK I would say like the me. most popular song or you play whatever you think you're you're the you're the super fan. Is that the album Party Hard is on? Yeah, I get what is Party Hard. It's like such a good pop song. When it's time to party, we will party hard. box sounding yeah it is No, we like, we like what we do. 
Let's get a party going. Let's get a party going. When it's time to party, we will party hard. It's very like English <laughs> punk. Like I feel like he's gonna start saying like, "Oi, oi, oi." Yes. So that's basically every song on the album sounds exactly like this. It's not that I thought. I thought he just screamed. I thought like he was like death metal, kind of scream singing. Yeah, I mean maybe all his songs. I didn't. I didn't listen to like all of them. Um, They're good. Eventually, from that album, he gets signed to an independent label, and he gets this like takes on this persona as like partying is his thing. So he calls himself the Mary Poppins of partying. He <laughs> feels good. He makes people feel good. He goes where the party is needed. He believes you can get the full human experience through partying. Um, he also calls himself the Tony Robbins of partying. Um, sure. I found. Wow. Yeah. I found this article from Vice where they ask, like, what is a party? Because honestly, I'm confused. <laughs> Asking the hard questions, the Ali <laughs> Siegel question. That's the Ali Siegel question. Because honestly, like, when I thought of Andrew W.K., I think I was scared of him because I'm like, okay, is he always on, like, coke and ecstasy and, like, wasted and, like, throwing up? Like, I don't understand what is this well, party Well, I have thing. a t-shirt of his face. I don't know where it is, but it's his face, but it's a blo- he has a bloody nose. It's just, like, blood dripping down his face. I get there. Um, find that t-shirt. that's part of it. Um, it was for one of his albums, but so he says like partying has nothing to doing, nothing to do with like drinking necessarily. He says, um, a party in some ways, this is to vice is an event that involves active expressions of gratitude and celebration regarding something specific, whether it's a holiday, the weekend, whatever. But in the larger sense, or maybe the simpler sense, you can party about the ultimate event, which is just being alive. Being alive is a party. Wow. I love this. I know. (laughs) In that way, it's a mindset that is continuous. It's my desperate struggle and effort to live that way. Wow. And later in the article, he reveals that he's sober. So this bro doesn't even drink or use drugs. I mean, obviously he did, wow. but like, so he's just living like his party is just like gratitude and celebration for every day. So I'm like, okay, I get it. Like I'm huh. on board with Andrew WK now. He also wears white pants and white, a white t-shirt, white jeans and white t-shirt, which is a little culty in my opinion. Um, yeah. But I think there is like a cult of Andrew W.K. in this like party lifestyle. This article for Vice is like from Munchies. Um, so they get more into partying and like how to party like Andrew W.K. And they ask about like food and things like that. He says you should not eat before you party. <laughs> uh, because there's going to be snacks at the party. Yes, because there might be snacks at the party. And then also he says post-party ritual is to gorge. So it's always fun after the party <gasps> to gorge with your friends or alone when you get yes. home. Good point. So that's yes. good point. Yes, he has it. Um, so he also says uh, he likes sweets. He likes carbs, cookies, chocolate, candy, ice cream, milkshakes. Um, Hell he, yeah. He also party. Likes cheese, pasta. <laughs> like... Yeah, I love this guy. Um, also, in his power of partying <laughs> tour, he's gonna he's sponsored by pizza, and so just every, pizza. Every tour is gonna have a pizza where everyone can have pizza. <laughs> Incredible! That's so nice. Yeah, and Vice asked him, "Has being sober impacted your ability to party?" He said, "I think to a large degree, every state of mind counts, and I love alcohol very, very much, and really enjoyed all the insights it provided." 
all the different points of view and all the textures it gave to experiences. I thought it was fantastic, but there's no real prerequisite necessary to this party mindset other than deciding life is good and celebrating that. Hell yeah. Let's go. Let's party. This is a little sounds too good to be true. What's the downside of this guy? Exactly. Um, I'm like, is he my soulmate? So then, um, <laughs> so then I found out about the blood on the, on the nose and the shirt. It was for a album cover. He said to achieve the effect. And it was like, I think this might have been pre sobriety because according to Wikipedia, the, the album was kind of shunned in Europe because people thought that the blood, um, coming from his nose and on the shirt was about like cocaine and violence. And they were like, we don't like that. But uh, Andrew W.K. Narcs. apparently, I know, cops, um, dorks, um, struck dorks. himself in the face with a cinder block repeatedly during the photo shoot. Oh, my no. God. I feel like he has like Steve-O jackass vibes also to me. Like he, yeah, like Johnny Knoxville, it didn't lead to enough blood flow. So he got his own blood and animal blood at a butcher shop and... Oh. Um, and threw what? it on himself. You can himself. use fake blood. <laughs> yeah, fake blood. That's not the Andrew WK way. Um, wow. And he started, he started, um, that became just kind of like part of his his thing. Also, just some side facts uh, about him that I thought were weird. He appeared on the finale of Kathy Griffin, My Life on the D-List. They went on a few dates. Favorite. Oh, I love that, that show. Seriously. Do you never watch the reality show? It's fantastic. No. It's the best. It's so good. So good. Um, and then also, and this, we'll talk about this more later. Andrew, unfortunately, has some Fox News Breitbart ties, which is part oh, of his, the bad right. part. He was on Red Eye with Greg Gutfeld a so few times. So was my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> oh my God, really? Um, in addition to other Fox News things. And he also has been interviewed by Breitbart and said he was a huge fan of Breitbart. So we'll get into that Ooh, later in terms yikes. of some of the bad stuff. Okay, so yeah. as I said earlier, he's also an inspirational, motivational speaker, which I guess is not that surprising given his lust for sure. life and joie de vivre. So um, in 2005, he announced a self-help motivational speaking tour. He spoke at Yale, NYU, Carnegie Mellon, like Northeastern, among other places. Wow. This part threw me for a loop. In June 2012, he announced that he would be appearing at the My Little Pony Friendship is Magic fan convention at Canterlot Gardens. His appearance was announced uh, that he would lead the seminar How to Party Like Pinkie Pie. (laughs) I guess one of the one of the My Little Ponies is named Pinkie Pie. And so he went to the My Little Pony convention, which I assume is mostly kids. I don't yeah. know. And he led a seminar I about. Be so sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, there's that documentary about like My Little the Pony Bronies. Cause. The Bronies. The Bronies. Weren't they Nazis? <laughs> oh, I don't Were know. They? It's possible. It's That's possible a lot of things to Nazi. be a Brony and a Nazi. <laughs> I know. And not to mention, to you're s- probably a pedo too. Okay, wait. My <laughs> Little Pony Bros. Oh yeah, Bronies. Oh, there's a there's a film on it. Bronies, the extremely unexpected adult fans of My Little Pony documentary 2012. Wait, who's the director of that documentary? But who did the Pistol Shrimps documentary? Brent, I thought Brett, Brent Hodge. Didn't he do? Didn't Maybe there's he a do few. A brony thing? A brony tale. 
Brent, the guy who made our pistol shrimps documentary. Okay, yeah, there's a brony, a brony there's tale. a brony tale too. Yeah. Wow, so there's a lot of adult Okay, so there are a lot of adult bronies and I guess there's probably an Andrew WK crossover as well. Um okay. it was featured on Rolling Stone um as one of like the greatest motivational speeches of all time. Huh. What? Yeah. What did he say? Of all time? Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I made that up. Um Melissa. <laughs> <laughs> I took that as like it was like a Rolling Stone headline. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew WK like, at my little pony convention. Um Melissa, I included another video. Andrew WK gave a little motivational speech on shyness. This is the only motivational speech I could find of his. Hello, my name is Andrew WK, and I'm going to talk a bit about shyness. I have felt uneasy in the world for as long as I can remember. For most of these years, I have been very upset about this uneasy feeling. I thought that I should feel okay or even great all of the time, that I should be able to go out in the world and encounter situations and other people and different circumstances with a type of confidence and even happy-go-lucky glee. But I've come now to accept in a rather quiet, if not slightly melancholy way, that I might always have this uneasy feeling. And maybe upon closer examination, this uneasy feeling isn't even really bad. It's hard for me to really judge it, actually, at this point, because I felt it for so long. It's just there. As much as I have two eyes on my face, there's a feeling inside of me that has never left. So instead of fighting this feeling, I want to learn to make friends with it. I want to trick myself into thinking that it's good, or at least trick myself into not fixating on it. Because as you are probably aware, when you fixate on this feeling of something being wrong, it seems to amplify it. What's also given me some amount of comfort is imagining that perhaps everybody actually has this feeling. Now, they might not interpret it as uneasiness or shyness or self-consciousness. They might interpret it as an awesome feeling. Or maybe they don't even really think about it at all. It just is what it feels like to be alive. Maybe that intense feeling inside you that is amplified by certain situations, that is brought out and made to feel overwhelming at certain times, is just the feeling of not being dead. And if we didn't have it, we wouldn't even exist. Okay. That is... Like, he's not dumb. Fascinating. So then... Okay, so this... this a, 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 a professor from Oxford, Maria, you will be happy to know, did say, Nick Fowler said... In my opinion, Andrew W.K. is one of rock and roll's greatest philosophers. Whoa. Wow. Um, they, they said, we've seen rock stars, we've seen brilliant public speakers, but rarely are they the same person, and rarely do they have as intriguing and broad a background as Andrew W.K. Wow. Um, wow. And in, tw- in 2018, he was named Person uh, of the Year by the American Association of uh, Suicidology, which is a suicide prevention group. Wow. He's helping people out there with his uh, ideas. Uh, Then, unfortunately, there's the Breitbart stuff. He started a political party called the Party Party. Okay, well, that's (laughs) cool. I remember this. I remember this. I was like, that's cool. He 
was interviewed on Breitbart about it in 2016. And he, and he said in the interview, I'm actually a big fan of Breitbart and I got to be on an episode of Red Eye. Um, it was a memorable experience. We deserve more than just going on CNN or Fox News or the New York Times. What Breitbart brings to the table is very important. It's unhinged, much like Mr. Breitbart himself was. We could use more of that being unginged is underrated. Joker, Joker. Yes, Joker Joker energy. Joker energy. Now let's take a short break. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to rewards, bonus episodes, uh, videos a day early, ad-free episodes, shout-outs. Please go to patreon.com slash webcrawlers. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons. Also, next week, all of the swag will be going out that I have. T-shirts, pencils, and pins, and maybe a special little note from yours truly. And maybe I'll put some lipstick on and then kiss the note. (laughs) Okay, Marilyn. (laughs) (laughs) Also, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five-star review, we will read it on the show. And also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. 626-604-6262. Erios. It's really been popping off, and we love to play them on on our mini episodes. So please keep calling. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. As we said, now he's engaged to Kat Dennings. Side note, she consistently dates hot men, I've realized. 
Tom Hiddleston, <laughs> all men also that I've had crushes on, almost. Tom Hiddleston, oh. Matthew Goobler, Nick oh, Zano. Criminal Minds, right? My Criminal Minds boyfriend. They dated <gasps> for a long time. And uh, Josh Groban, she's also dated. And they... um they they uh, exposed that they were finally dating she and Andrew WK by by posting on Instagram a photo of themselves kissing in front of the Black Dahlia house. Damn, that's hardcore. <laughs> wow. That's the energy wow, that they wow, together wow. bring to the table. I like that energy. But yeah. now let's that's get like to the part energy. that we've all been waiting for. That Andrew WK doesn't exist and he's concocted by a secret organization <laughs> and he's not real and has been replaced and played by multiple people. So, um, and one of those people is believed to be Dave Grohl. Oh. So this is from a blog called the Archers, Archers uh, Guild. Um, Archersguild.blogspot. We'll put it in our show notes. Things seem to be going well for Andrew WK until 2004 when someone claiming to be someone called Steve Mike began hacking the official Andrew WK website. The intruder began leaving cryptic messages on the website involving number codes and photos of Mountain Dew cans. And I guess there's like a bunch of websites on the internet that like deciphered these codes and like it was this huge big thing in 2004. And then once you translated all these codes, um, it appeared that Steve Mike, it said, had been cut out of Andrew W.K.'s second album and Steve Mike was not happy about it. So this guy, Steve Mike, is alleging that he's like either a singer or producer or writer of these songs and he was cut out of the album and he hacked Andrew W.K.'s website with all these clues. So he made vague threats saying that he was going to expose Andrew W.K.'s quote-unquote true identity. And he never followed through with this, though. Um, so then this like started this whole rampage of like, what's going on? Who is, who is Steve Mike? Is Andrew WK not who he seems? Like what happened here? So many start claiming that maybe Andrew WK is an actor hired by music executives. Some think that, uh, Andrew WK's dad, James E. Cryer, is actually Steve Mike and had written all of the music. Oh. Some people think that Andrew W.K. is Steve Mike and that it was all just a publicity stunt. Makes the most sense. That does make sense. An article in 2000 from, I guess, Dazed and Confused magazine was dug up about Steve Mike, and it included a full-page photo of Andrew W.K., where it's like, there, I guess there's an article about this guy, Steve Mike, and the picture of Steve Mike was Andrew W.K. I don't oh. understand. Yeah. So then, in 2004, Andrew W.K. does a concert in New Jersey, and the fans are like, that guy on stage is not Andrew W.K. Like, it looks like Andrew W.K. Oh. It does, it's not fully him. It doesn't really sound like him. Like, what's going on? And apparently this quote unquote Andrew left stage half thre- halfway through the show and never returned. Whoa. People on the internet are like, okay, so this must have been when the second Andrew WK <laughs> started playing Andrew WK. And this was like his first show and he freaked out and left. Oh. People think that so far there have been three Andrew WKs because they say like, if you look at photos that it right. looks like there's three distinct people. 
Um, other people oh. are like, no, he's just like aged or cut his hair or like shaved his beard. But other one are like, no, like there's these aren't the same people. So then, though, oh. Andrew W.K. in 2008 gives this weird speech. And we have a clip of it that we'll play in a second. But it's in 2008, he gives a speech in this London club called Madame Jojo's. And he says, Andrew W.K. was created by a large group of people. All those people met and I was there. And we talked about how we could come up with something that would move the people. It was done in the spirit of commerce. It was done in the spirit of entertainment, which usually goes hand in hand with commerce. I was auditioned alongside many other people to fill this role of a great frontman, a great performer. On the one hand, it may be a little scary to admit this to you all, that I may not be exactly who you thought I was, and that the guy who was in fact first hired as Andrew W.K. is a different person than the guy sitting here on the stage tonight. I'm the next person who is playing Andrew W.K. Whoa. But then he took that back. So Larry King asks him about it in an er interview. Um, Melissa, I sent you the clip if you want to play that. Get into some other topics. We announced we were going to be here. We got a multitude of blogs and websites dedicated to saying you're a fraud. There are a variety of theories regarding your identity, many claiming that you're no longer the same Andrew W.K. The original Andrew W.K. went somewhere and a new Andrew W.K. that you're not the same person you were. How do you respond to all of this, which is a mystery to me? <laughs> well, I was well, I guess I'm always dreading someone asking about this and uh, especially someone of your stature. But I'm glad in a way as well. Uh, <laughs> I think these sorts of things, first of all, to anyone who's not familiar with me, why does it even matter? It, it, and it really doesn't, even if you are familiar with me, because what I hope people take away from me doesn't have to do with whether I even exist or not. For example, this is how I thought about it to try to make myself feel better about these accusations. If you don't believe that Santa Claus exists, it doesn't mean that the joy that you would receive from the idea of Santa is any less valid. How did all this start? Why did they think that you were not the original you? For better or worse, there, some of this is based on some bits of truth or facts, rather, and just in, in terms of... What? Well, I've said some things that have, would lead people to these sorts of conclusions that I'm not proud of, having said, and decisions that I've made who to work with. So you created part of the problem. I added to it at one point, thinking that sort of by accepting it, it would deflect it. And then it goes into his speech, so you'll hear the speech in a second. It was created, and this is a bit of a confession, it was created by a, a large group of people, and we talked about how we could come up with something that would move people, and it was done um, in the spirit of commerce, and I was auditioned alongside many other people to fill this role of a great front man, a great performer. So, uh, What? Whoa. It's on the record him giving this speech uh, saying that he was auditioned and that he is not the first Andrew W.K. And then he goes on Larry King and doesn't fully deny it. That's, yeah. His response is strange. Does not confirm nor deny. So um, there is no real answer 
If you continue to look at websites on this, which are indeed more of the same, like people think that um, there's always like a front man for Andrew WK who looks like Andrew WK. Um, But then people think Uh, that maybe Dave Grohl is the one making some of the music. um, Because he has long hair. (laughs) (laughs) Singing some of the music or writing some of the music. Like this is some sort of like side project of theirs. Like, and this is all allegedly. So I don't want to. There's also something. Yeah, alleged, 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 alleged. No defamation of character here. Um, There's also (laughs) stuff about like. Diane Warren. There's a possibility that Steve Mike, it says, is a group of people all sharing one fictional name. It could be a corporation or company who designed Andrew WK together as a team. Uh, Production companies sometimes form bands or invent performers to sing their songs. This is from um, another blog. They audition different singers, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, It says, Andrew WK Inc. owns and operates a company called the Louise Harland Corporation. It is thought that this company could be the inventor and true controller of Andrew W.K. Huh. It's really bizarre. Somehow they have Diane Warren figured into this. Steve Grohl. Steve Grohl. Steve Grohl. I mean, Dave. (laughs) Steve Grohl's his evil twin brother. Dave Grohl. Um, Then there's this whole weird like Mountain Dew Sierra Mist thing where it's like why were those all posted on his website like what's the significance of those sodas it was weird his his answers with larry king it's like was he being purposely like elusive or was he could all be part of the mystery of it like just adding to that mystery it makes fascinating it makes really like no sense so i mean (laughs) If you guys know, I mean, I've really tried to do all the investigation I can slash understand being a total newbie to um, Andrew W.K. Granted, like I've literally um, heard his music for the first time today. Uh, There are tons of blogs and websites that really like, you know how Taylor Swift fans really like go into it and try to investigate everything. There's the same for is this is Andrew W.K. real or not, where they right. like are breaking down all his lyrics. They're breaking down the code of his website like they're being crazy. <laughs> yeah, this person broke down the code of of the website and then translated it into English, like from computer binary code to English and alleges it's a, a, a translation from Andrew W.K. to Steve like it's crazy. So if you guys have any idea of who Andrew WK is or isn't or what you think is going on here, um, Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com. And I'm just going to say this. Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, but you, you had said that they had... It was in front of the Black Dahlia house that they that and that put a real chaotic energy forth. Um, it wasn't that isn't where they're standing in front of in there. Oh, in my God. Oh, Instagram really? Post. Where are they? They're in front of it looks like a like a Frank Lloyd Wright house. Maybe it was used in the movie. The Black Dahlia. Oh, my friend was like they are kissing in front of the Black Dahlia house. Oh, yeah. The mansion known as the Swoden house is an architectural masterpiece designed by Frank Lloyd's son, Lloyd Wright, and it still stirs up mystery. Come take a tour inside the uh, 5,600 square foot mansion and learn all about its dark past. It's the Black Dahlia house. Is it in Los Feliz? Yeah. 
But I don't know what the Black Dahlia has to do because she was well, in the like guy she, who is rumored to have murdered the Black Dahlia. This doctor guy, I believe he used to live there. Oh, got it. I was thinking it was like her house, like where she was the house she was found in front of. Yeah, this house was for sale. Yeah, it's where it's where uh, the alleged murderer lived, and possibly where yeah. he got killed, it. Okay, then I apologize. I keep was, this in. Keep this in. So because I want to feel vindicated. <laughs> I wasn't saying you did anything wrong. I was just trying to Not get to wrong, the bottom. Not wrong, just wrong again. Oh, my God. It was rumored that she could have been murdered in the basement of this house and then her yeah. body transferred. Okay, well, I had no idea. I had no idea that it went this deep. I thought she was all the way over in like, a, you know, she was, in like the suburbs of L.A. The this more you know. Really cool, by the way. It's a gorgeous house. Anyways, um, crazy, <laughs> crazy story. Uh, uh, who is this guy? But either way, <laughs> Mazel Tov uh, on his new engagement. Who is Andrew WK? Who is he anyway? Uh, I am uh, Allie uh, Sobriety Party Seagull. I am Melissa. I like to party hard, <laughs> Stetton. And I'm producer Maria Wrong Again Blasucci. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. Bye. Bye. Powered by ACAST. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.